Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked on Bama. Jimmy Stein will be with me in just one second. In today's episode, we're going to talk all about NCAA bracket, what Alabama has to do to advance. We will have our thoughts there and thoughts on the entire bracket. So that's what this whole show is going to be today. And then we'll catch back up with spring practice starting in tomorrow's episode. But for now, it's all about the NCAA tournament. It's that time of year. So let's all enjoy it together here on Locked on Bama. On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey again, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Sitting here happy as a happy as a six seed. Just sitting here happy. Ah, San Diego. I believe it's a German word meaning a whale's vajayjay. Uh, That's a famous line from Ron Burgundy's Anchorman. And um, yeah, very, very cool. Uh, Alabama is in San Diego to take on the winner of Rutgers versus Notre Dame. Uh, First of all, we'll get into the bracket here in a second. Let's, Let's do take a minute. Golf clap for the Alabama coaching staff and players for making the NCAA tournament again. Second year in a row. Don't discount it. Don't be like, oh, you know, your participation trophy. Hell no. This is not what that is. This is not a participation trophy. Well, it is, I guess, in a sense, because we are going to participate in the tournament. But I'm telling you, this is a big deal for Alabama. Um, it wasn't the year we all wanted. Everybody knows that. Everybody, All you got to do is look at our last podcast where we bitched for a whole podcast about how crappily we have played these last three games, specifically the, the uh, A&M game and the Vanderbilt game in the tournament. But you know, making the NCAAs for a second year in a row, two seed last year, six seed this year, with 13 losses, by the way. That's pretty tough to do. Um, we, uh, we're we accomplishing something. And we've got a super recruiting class coming in next year. And um, the schedule, by definition, has to be easier. And maybe Greg Sankey will cut us some slack next year, and we won't play Kentucky twice for the first time in God knows however long. So, anyway – Kudos to the team and the program for making NCAAs again. It is a really big deal. Uh, any Anyone that's crapping on it, I mean, the way I look at it, I'm, I'm not sure how much – I mean, look how many Blue Bloods aren't in the tournament. Look, 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 look And Alabama made it as a sixth seed, not even a, a play-in game or a 10 or a, or, a, or a nine having to play an eight, and then you get a one in the next round. I mean, Alabama made it in very comfortably in fact if you're a a six seed that means per the ncaa selection committee alabama had one of the 24 best resumes in the whole sport uh and and everyone's judged by the exact same factors and uh yeah yeah, i mean there's no reason to be anything other than proud of what the team accomplished uh getting here and uh and it's a tough draw it's a tough draw for everyone i i guess you if you're a one seed you have an easy you know, game or two or, or one game. But, uh, no, I mean, of course it was going to be tough, and we'll, we'll get into the opponents next. We will, and this is a great mention that our podcast is sponsored by RunYourPool.com. I'll talk about them in just a second. But uh, you'll want to go over to Run Your Pool and get in on this uh, potential cash prize that's really free, so you need to go do that. Um, <laughs> let's do talk about Alabama's run because – I tweeted about this. If Alabama, first of all, Alabama's got to play the winner of Rutgers Notre Dame. 
And that's going to be an 11 seed. We didn't have great luck with an 11 seed last year. We didn't have great luck with, I think Vandy was an 11 seed this year in the SEC tournament. So 11, 11 seats, kind of our bugaboo and Rutgers, Notre Dame, that's a hell of an 11 seed. I mean, I mean, that's pretty damn strong 11 seed. So, and you can say, well, they have to play a game two days before us. I would say that's not a horrible thing. That's really not. That's not a horrible thing at all. I mean, I, I think it sort of get, keeps you in your groove. It's probably better for Alabama to be able to have a week off from Friday to Friday, but, um, Regardless, that's a tough game. And if we're fortunate enough to win that, we'll play a Texas Tech team that will play defense uh, so incredibly well. I'm surprised their nickname isn't the Chastity Belts. <laughs> yeah, Texas Tech. I mean, that, that's an incredibly tough draw. But look, uh, the way that I, I'm looking at this is as poorly as Alabama played down the stretch, and they've lost, what, at least three games in a row by now? Uh, as poorly as Alabama played down the stretch, I'm not even looking at Texas Tech. I'm looking at this Rutgers Notre Dame uh, winner, whichever one that happens to be. And, and I almost, you know, one of the things that that game is going to prove is like it seems to me both of these teams were playing well over the second half of the season. That that it was the second half of the year that both Rutgers and Notre Dame were good. We're talking about Rutgers, a team that finished something like 12 and eight. In, in the Big Ten, which is like really good, that that conference is crazy good, and Rutgers was twelve and eight, a better record in the Big Ten than Alabama had in the SEC. And Notre Dame, I think, finished in second place in the regular season in the ACC, traditionally the toughest conference. So these are two really good teams, and 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 we're about to play the best of the two. Uh, and, and I I will just. Uh, I, I'll just be thrilled if we can get get past that game. I realize Alabama's likely to be favored, but I, I bet Alabama's favored by just one or two. Uh, it, it, Alabama won't be favored by a lot. Secondly, uh, here's what stands out to me about Rutgers. I believe, Luke, you might know better than, than me, at one point in the season, Rutgers beat three or four ranked teams in a row, maybe even five in a row. Uh, it, was, it was a heck of a run that the whole nation, the whole college basketball nation was talking about. So it sort of reminds me of Alabama in that Rutgers, their resume, and I haven't really looked at it yet, but it sounds to me like Rutgers lost to a lot of bad teams, but they have a lot of really good wins. So that that sounds like a, a team in Tuscaloosa, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, are you talking about us or them? Um, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, let me go ahead and stop you right there before we – go down, you know, Alabama's potential path for this thing, which is probably an exercise in lunacy the way we've been playing, but I'm going to remain optimistic from that statement on. From from this point forward, I'm optimistic. But, you know, March Madness is here now. That means you need to start working on that bracket. You want to go to runyourpool.com. Runyourpool.com is the best way to run your bracket. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X, whatever you want to do. They have options to edit scoring and they offer more intel to make your picks. All the stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. If you've got a business, RunYourPool.com can help you take some of that madness magic and play alongside your employees or even gain customers. Plus they offer white glove customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly we at Locked On believe in Run Your Pool because like I said, we're running it our ourselves that we're using their brackets if you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize up to eighteen hundred dollars 
Join us at runyourpool.com backslash locked on. Runyourpool.com backslash locked on. Up to $1,800. It's it's free. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter Pure Madness at the checkout for $10 off that pool. That's runyourpool.com backslash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize of up to 1,800 smackers. That's pretty awesome. Now, let's also talk about Stat Hero. This is another fun thing you can do during the NCAA tournament. Stat Hero's NCAA game pickums pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take back control from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why is that? Because that hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you're going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through and take on head to head. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and conditions. They may just apply, Jimmy. Um, okay, so if if we were to beat Rutgers Notre Dame, and I feel like we can, okay, uh, this week off, I'm again, I'm choosing to be optimistic. We're going to get a week off, maybe get our act together, and uh, maybe get some things straightened out, get our minds right. Then we'll play Texas Tech. I can't imagine a worse matchup for this team. I mean. <laughs> But that that's on equal par with us talent-wise. I mean, I think, you know, obviously Gonzaga's a bad matchup, even though we beat them earlier, but because they're more talented than we are. Texas Tech's about got, got about the same amount of talent we do. But they play, oh, they just, they play like the basket is their house and you're trying to break into their house. Um, <laughs> and I don't, I I, I I, I'm really worried about that matchup, Jimmy. I, it, I know. Don't think ahead. Don't don't give me the. Well, I'm worried about Rutgers Notre Dame crap. Don't do that right now. Let's let's tend. <laughs> we're gonna play a game called Tend Like. We're gonna tend like we beat yeah. Rutgers Notre Dame winner, and we're facing Texas Tech. Go. No, I couldn't agree more. It would be a, a a really tough X's and O's matchup, or a really tough philosophical matchup, in the sense that. I think a bad matchup for Alabama is playing teams that excel on defense because Alabama's defense hasn't been that great. It's it's really been the bigger problem. I know people want to point to the shooting and people want to point to the turnovers. Alabama's biggest problem has been defense, just giving up too many points. So when we play somebody that's going to limit Alabama offensively, that's tough for us because it's hard to us imagine Alabama – limiting anyone offensively so uh that is a tough matchup uh they are a three seed that makes them a top 12 team in the eyes of the committee so they're really really good but hey i don't know whoever said getting to the sweet 16 was supposed to be easy uh it, it takes at least one mega win to get to the sweet 16 and uh, that's what it would be it, it would be as impressive a win as alabama's had all year long which is saying a lot for this team I was muted. On the mute. bad. I was muted. Um, I think you're absolutely – and I, I had a great point. I was using my hands just right and everything. Um, 
I think that uh, this would be our best win if we were to beat Texas Tech. And everybody goes, well, Gonzaga's number one team. They are. But when we played Gonzaga, it was earlier in the year. They're trying to figure stuff out. They didn't really – I mean, we sort of caught them off guard. Let's call a spade a spade. Beating Houston at home was nice, but they were missing a couple of dudes. Beating Baylor at home, they were missing one dude, and I think another dude got hurt in the game. Uh, Tennessee was missing two dudes earlier in the year. So I, I could make the argument our win over Arkansas – at home late was better than any other win we've had to date, but beating Texas Tech would be better than that to me. Now, if we were to beat Texas Tech, and don't give me the I, – I, I'm not, I promise I'm not going to tell you this every time, but just from here, henceforth, mm-hmm. if I say if we beat Texas Tech, you have to play along like we did. You can't give me the I'm worried about Rutgers, Notre Dame, and <laughs> Texas Tech routine. Okay? Fair? I get it. I get it. I, it no, looks like we're painting you. Either that's painting you or the sun is really <laughs> getting in your eyes. No, it's a little of both, but uh, but uh, no, no, I'm fine. I'm 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 cool with the I'm cool with the ten game, and uh, and and we contend like we beat Texas Tech, and we're in the okay. Sweet Sixteen against Duke, and it would be so. First of all, it'd be fun. Outcome be damned. That would be fun because it it's Coach K's farewell tour. To be a part of Coach K's farewell tour would be one of the best, most fun stages. Alabama basketball has ever played on and it would be uh that game would be played in in Philadelphia um and I would love to be the team and you know my the, my first reaction was crap you know if we if we are fortunate enough to get through the sweet 16 to the sweet 16 we got to play Duke probably and that's coach K's farewell tour and who the hell wants to do that well maybe anybody because North Carolina just went to Cameron and beat the dog crap out of him at home and on it during his last game. Then Virginia Tech just beat him in his last in uh, ACC tournament game. So why the hell can't Alabama be the team that beats him in his last NCAA tournament game? I mean, we can. If we're dreaming, let's dream big. Let's go ahead and do it. Then if we were to beat Duke, I assume we would play Gonzaga in a revenge game. Again, yeah. Our, yeah. our chances would be slim to none, in my opinion. But right. – I think that'd be a fun game. And look, if we were to beat Gonzaga, I'm all for them calling the tournament off and saying, y'all just beat Texas Tech, Duke, and Gonzaga. Here's the trophy, and we'll let four other teams just go play the Final Four for the hell of it. Um, Because I can't imagine a tougher gauntlet. But, uh, you know, hey, in the end, we made this path arduous because of our poor play down the stretch. And our poor play at Georgia and at Missouri and in Birmingham against Davidson and all those things. So we created this path. They didn't give us this. They didn't. They didn't shit on Alabama. I'm, I'm sorry. There'll be some people think, oh, they just no. They didn't do that. We did this. We should be a three seed or or a two seed, and we pissed that away. So if you're mad at anybody, be mad at us. But it's a new season, and let's go do it. What do you say, Jimmy? Yeah, let's go do it. But uh, you know, there'll be teams seated higher than Alabama that lose in round one. I mean, True. that's coming. I mean, that's coming. Everybody's playing tough to, you know, Auburn's a two, and they play Jacksonville State. And I'm sure people around the country yawn or they think that's a big bore fest and Auburn's gonna win by 30. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. Uh Houston's playing UAB. Uh hey Houston, better lace them up. You better lace them up. UAB can play. I mean, just about everybody in this tournament's good. I, I know the ones will, will crush the 16s, 
they they always do or almost always do but uh, uh I, other than that everybody's good Alabama certainly playing a good team and, and Rutgers or Notre Dame Rutgers and Notre Dame both are better than many teams Alabama lost to um all right Jimmy let me tell everybody about bet online there's another place you can go to during the NCAA tournament basketball's Tournaments here. So go to betonline.net. You will love this. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, betonline.net has the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, whatever you need. They got it at BetOnline. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline has continued source for all sporting wagering information needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline is where the game starts. Jimmy, let's quickly try and decide if uh, – let's look at some of these other SEC teams first before we decide if any of them got screwed. Um, you mentioned – okay, we've talked about Alabama. Let's go to Auburn, a number two seed. Um, they will uh, take on Jacksonville State, like you said, and that's going to – that's hmm. – they have mentioned on the on the broadcast – uh, that that that's it's going to be a tougher game than than you think. I mean, Auburn's going to win that game. Let's let's not go nuts here. But it's it could be fun, and it does guarantee that a team from Alabama will move on to the second round of the four teams playing. They almost beat Alabama. Yeah. Jacksonville State almost beat Alabama, and this was during the portion of the season that Alabama was playing well. I mean, this wasn't at the very end. I mean, they they beat Alabama or nearly beat Alabama uh, during a stretch of time. Alabama was playing pretty good. So Jacksonville State's uh, well-coached. Uh, they'll be fired up to play. That game sort of reminds me of Alabama versus South Alabama back in like 1990 or 89, I think it was. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Auburn's going to win the game, but but I, I do think Auburn's going to have to play a real game to win. Yeah, and, and Auburn's – one maybe their Achilles heel has been three point shooting and they're only shooting like 30% uh, in SEC play. And I just saw a style on ESPN that, that uh, well, let me just pull it up here. Um, the last three national champs all shot at least 39% from three point range. So that may be something to be mildly concerned about. Kentucky's also a two. Um, I've boy. I have a hard time going with that. I don't see why Tennessee's not there and Kentucky is. And I'm not going to really talk about these matchups, but I feel like Tennessee, Kentucky and Duke got the benefit of, got the blue blood treatment. And I, it's hard for me to bitch about that as an Alabama football fan, because, you know, occasionally it feels like we, we, we get a little extra airtime too, but this is different in the sense that just swapping Kentucky and, and Tennessee here, wouldn't be a huge thing. And I think it, the committee would look less biased if they did it that way. I think all of us believe right now Tennessee is playing better than Kentucky. In fact, they beat Kentucky. They've beaten Kentucky twice. Of the three times they've played, they've beaten them three times, two times. And yeah. they just won the SEC tournament and Kentucky didn't. And I feel like Tennessee should have been a little more rewarded for that, even though Tennessee's record, in you know, or maybe their scheduling is good. I, whatever they're looking at, I just feel like Kentucky got more of the benefit of the doubt unjustly here. Yeah, I, I agree, uh, especially with that with that argument. I'll just say this, that every year the committee, whether it's teams getting in or the seeding, 
it's like every year the committee, even though the committee's made up of different individuals almost every year, but they send this message. And that is you better schedule tough games in November and December. We don't even care how many of them you win, but <laughs> schedule tough. You will be rewarded. And I think Kentucky, who does play a real arduous schedule in November and December against a lot of other blue bloods, uh, I think this is Kentucky being rewarded for what happened in November and December and Tennessee and Texas A&M uh, sort of have uh, paid the price for uh, for not having a super tough slate in uh, in the early part of the season. Now, Tennessee did beat uh, Arizona at home, which ended up being a win season. Yep. Um, Arkansas at a four, I think that's about right. Um, that I think that's that sounds about right to me. They, they've been playing well enough. Yep. They deserve that. Again, I feel like that's the spot Alabama should have been. I mean, that Alabama sort of screwed themselves out of that, but whatever. Uh, LSU is also a six, which, boy, there's something about LSU's being in this tournament kind of freak you. I think LSU has basically said, okay, we know we're about to get hammered. So why even try to say we're going to pull ourselves out of this tournament? Because it doesn't matter. They're going to hammer us whether we're in this tournament or not, so let's just go play it. I, I feel like that's LSU's attitude right now. I, I've, I've, I haven't understood LSU's reasoning behind any of it from day one, three years ago. I'm certainly so not going to start man. understanding. Yeah, I'm not going to start understanding it now either. They shouldn't be um, playing in this tournament. They shouldn't be, but they should have fired Will Wade three years ago. So let's just stop trying to figure him out, and let's hope that the NCAA sends a message that you can't blatantly cheat and then not not do anything about it until we do. You know, um, Pat Forty, I think it was Pat Forty, had a good article about this and about how everybody can talk about Will Wade. Well, you're punishing the kids and you're you do you just first of all, LSU's known about all this stuff for a while, like you said. And how many guys have lost their jobs because LSU beat them in the tournament or LSU beat them when if LSU had been punished justly, that, that that team may have moved on. You know what I mean? This same thing, it's not just an isolated thing. It has a huge ripple effect when you allow somebody who cheats as much as Will Wade did to continue to cheat. And I, it's going to be and, interesting. And the, to see. Huh? the players on the team continued to sign with LSU knowing this was out there. <laughs> and I thought so. it was high comedy. Uh, and I have no beef with the Watfords. Go play wherever you want to go play, Christian and, and uh, Trendon. I think that's wonderful. Um, but Christian Watford said he had a tweet, something like, Will Wade never offered my brother anything, and I thought he was a fantastic human being. And, I, and I'm like, dude, dude. I mean, okay, if, if maybe maybe he didn't pay for Trendon Watford. That, that's certainly – there's potential there. He paid for a lot of people, and he did it brazenly. And not on top of that – he was a total jackass on the court. So yep. how you can sit there and just stand up for him? I mean, why put your reputation on the line for this dude? I don't understand it, but it is what it is. Now, Texas A&M and Florida were left out. Florida, I think, should have been left out. And oddly, Mike White is leaving Florida to become Georgia's head coach, which is certainly – it's not a home run for Georgia, but it's, it's about the best they can do. And frankly, I think it gives Florida an out – to say, hey, we needed an upgrade anyway. I think this this kind of worked out for both teams. 
Well, it certainly worked out for Georgia. I mean, in the sense, I, I think Georgia has upgraded. I do not think Georgia hit a home run by any means. I don't think they've hit a home run. If 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 Mike White was all that, then Florida wouldn't have let him go, which is what happened here. Yeah, this is Florida saying, "Yeah, go ahead." I, I mean, this Florida didn't fight to keep him, and that should be a signal to Georgia, you know, that maybe this isn't the, the best thing in the world. On the other hand, I do think, I do think a lot, of, I'm surprised that Florida gave up on Mike White so quickly. That's the story to me is Florida. Are you sure you want to give up on this guy? I think he's pretty good. And I know that I, I guess the expectations are at some place, make the tournament every single year you're fired. And if that's the expectation, Florida, that's fine, but you're going to be firing a lot of guys. Now, not only that, it does remind me of the Seinfeld episode when Jerry's dating the, the really attractive girl. The parents loved her. Everybody, you know, and everybody kept telling Jerry, it's so nice that you're seeing her. That's so nice. And he was like, she was paying for his meals and paying his parking meter. And he was like, okay, what's, I can't see what's wrong with her, but something's wrong with her. That's how Georgia should have been about this. Like Florida's going, oh no, oh no, you're going to take Mike White. Oh no, please don't, Georgia. And they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Why do you want us to take Mike White? You're being sarcastic. Um, it should have been that way a little bit, but I do think Mike White's a pretty good coach. It was just a terrible fit at Florida, apparently. And um I, guess. I thought he was winning. I mean, I know they're not winning this year, but when I say they're not winning, I mean they were sort of a bubble team. And 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 we're we're probably going to be one of the better teams in the NIT. And again, I mean, when your name is not Kansas, I mean, good luck getting in the tournament every single year. I I think there is some sort of expectation out there that that's a a real doable thing. And 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 so few teams pull it off. Yeah, I agree. All right, well, we're going to keep talking about this, guys. We appreciate you tuning in and making us your first listen. We will be back tomorrow with more talk about this and some spring practice football. So stick with us on Locked On Bama, and we'll talk to you again soon. Be sure to subscribe. We need we got a bunch of subscribers this last week. We appreciate that, but we need more. Tell your friends about it. We'll be back tomorrow. Roll Tide, everybody. Roll Tide.